This is Cody Smith, and you're listening to the Virtuous Fitness Podcast. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Virtuous Fitness Podcast. I'm super excited to record this episode for you guys today. It's been a pretty crazy week here at the gym and inside of the coaching. Uh, at this time, the, the the gym is supposed to be locked down. I mean, there's all kinds of chaos going on, and uh, it's just been a busy week. I've been recording a bunch of podcasts with awesome guests that you guys will be seeing roll out here, and it's just been a crazy week. But still wanted to really sit down and record an episode for you guys. This is a topic that's been on my mind a lot. Uh, especially I had a great interview with uh, Brianna Lamb that'll be coming out in a few weeks yesterday. And one of the concepts that we really jumped on um, was the, the difference between training for life and sport. And if you've been guys been following me for a good period of time, you know that I spent a good amount of time, you know, chasing competitive aspirations inside the sport of CrossFit. And uh, although I didn't, I, I kind of missed my mark as to where we would, uh, where my ultimate goal uh, wanted to be. Uh, nonetheless, I did some damage to my body during that time and was really chasing something that, you know, looking back, I actually wasn't 100% aligned with it. I mean, I said I wanted to perform at the highest level and be a CrossFit Games athlete and all these different things, but my lifestyle and the things that I did day to day weren't actually aligned with that. It wasn't my bigger purpose. And, it, you know, it took me a few years to really come to this realization that doing podcasts just like this, writing blogs, producing content for the world and being just an all-around great coach is something that is actually a purpose that I, I stand behind and something that is uh, much easier really for me to do the things I need to do day to day and it's because there's an alignment there so I wanted to kind of go through really what I believe is to be a, a very good and specific checklist to see you know the type of training that you're doing and the type of you know goals that you have does your training match that right and the difference between training for your you know lifestyle and health and fitness and longevity and training for sport are two different things that we really have to be very intentional with and, and have an awareness of um, because we don't want to ultimately be training for, you know, we don't want to be doing a sport style training and our, our, our mindset around training shouldn't be sport specific when we have life specific goals. And then, you know, on the other hand of that too, we don't want to be training in a very general slash life specific type training when the goal is to perform and, and to be at the highest level of whether it's a, you know, CrossFit is your sport or any sport, really, we have to make sure that those things are aligned. So I want to give you guys a checklist here that will, uh, you know, allow you to see the differences between the two, and then you can decide where you fall and, and if you are aligned with what you want. But before we jump into the show, the first thing that I need you guys to do would be to head on over to iTunes and give the show a five-star rating and review. I love reading those, and I love going in there and just seeing who is listening to the show, and it uh, it definitely helps us to move up the charts and to get in front of more people and to really allow people to get onto here and you know be educated and, and to move forward in their understanding of health, nutrition, and fitness. And then the other thing you could do would be to take a screenshot on your phone post it on your story, and then go ahead and tag me in it. I am at Coach Cody Smith. Uh, I do that because, number one, I want to connect with you guys. I love interacting and, and sharing messages and, and uh, answering questions from you guys inside of the DMs. So when you post in your story, I always share it on mine and then um, always try to say thank you and, and, uh, and connect and engage with you guys. So take that screenshot, post it in your story, and then without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the content for today's show. So the question we're going to set out to answer today is going to be, 
you know, how to know if you're training for life or sport. And again, I think it's important to be very clear with what you are trying to do and why, and then making sure that there is an alignment. Because I think a lot of times people may think, you know, they may think that they want to train for, you know, a sport, when in reality, the 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 things that they actually want to do are very life specific. And, and again, it goes the other way too. Some people think that they want to train, you know, they want to be healthy and, and they want to just live a long time, but they always had this competitive aspiration to go and to do competitions, to participate in various sports and things like that and, and hobbies that require them to perform at a high level. So I hope that as you guys go through this, you'll be able to really make a decision as to, are you training correctly? Do you have your goals in line? Have you asked yourself these sorts of questions? And are these the understandings that you have gone through? Okay, so uh, I'll go through the list. And what I try to do with my list here is I try to give contrast, right? So I'll, I'll read what is the life-specific characteristic, and then I'll give you the sport-specific characteristics. And this is all based on the type of coaching, the type of training that you do, the, the program design that you're going through, all those things are, these are going to be characteristics for those things. Okay. So again, one is life, one is sport, and I'll kind of go into each one as we go through it. So when it comes to program design or training for a person that has a life specific goal, one characteristic is that it's going to be less evidence-based and health is more the target. So What's important to understand about this is that when it comes to a life-specific training program, I think sometimes coaches and, and people everywhere really get very wrapped up in making sure that the program is 100% evidence or science-based and um, is ultimately going to stick to those principles as closely as possible. And, and what can happen with and, and the thing we need to remember with that, guys, is that people, like we as human beings, are not... We're not exactly like the studies in which we get these principles from. So I think that when it comes for life, for, you know, a lifestyle based training program, if you have a less, now I'm not saying a non-scientific approach, I'm just saying a less scientific approach. If you have a less scientific approach and the program is centered on creating a, a very healthy and vitality, you know, based training approach. I think that is going to be a better approach for a lifestyle program, right? Because it just needs to make sure that it fits the person as best as possible. And if that means that maybe they're not pushing volume, they're not pushing to get stronger every single week because maybe they're stressed out because their kid, <laughs> a lot like mine, likes to roll into the house, roll into the bed at two o'clock in the morning and they're not sleeping as well because he decides to <laughs> roll around and kick you in the back. Uh, can, you, can, you, can you sense my frustration? To all my parents out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <clears throat> so when we have a less scientific or less evidence-based approach, we get to focus on health more because, you know, for that particular uh, scenario, it's probably best that that person not push volume and not push intensity that day. And does that mean that their, you know, approach to training is you know, not scientific or not evidence-based that day? Of course not. It just means that it's a little less and they're focusing more on their health and their well-being that specific day. And that's just one example of what that can look like. Whereas on the sport side of this, guys, your training has to be heavily, heavily 
evidence-based because every single time that you enter into the gym is another opportunity to get better. And that means that there might be less than stellar circumstances sometimes. That might mean that you had a less than stellar sleeping experience that night. And I'm not saying that you should live like this. I'm just saying like when we're heavily evidence-based, we're going to push the envelope. We're going to make sure that we stick to principles and that it's a little less focused on health. It's a little more focused on performance, which means things are going to be uncomfortable sometimes. Maybe you're not going to be wanting to train that sort of day. Maybe you do have some aches and pains that you have to work through. But we have to continue to push the envelope and to stick to our principles to make sure that we are trying to perform and get a little bit better every single time we train. And kind of that's the two disparities. So I hope you guys can see the contrast there is that on the lifestyle side, you know, it's okay to, to, to move away from the principles a little bit every now and then just to make sure that we're focusing on health and longevity. Whereas on the sports side of it, there, we have to stick to principles because we have to make the most out of every single day so that we can be better than the person next to us and we can try to compete and we can try to be better than we were, you know, previous to walking into the gym that day. So just uh, just the, the contrast there. I hope you guys are keying in on that. Now, a lifestyle-based training program is going pers- to be purposeful but fun. Again, so this is going to blend a lot in with the less evidence-based but health is the target conversation because we want to make sure that every single day we go in the gym, there is a purpose and an intention to do something. But again, we have to make sure that it is fun, right? Because we don't want to look at, if we're going to, you know, something that I try to tell my health-based clientele and the, you know, those of you out there that are chasing that health and longevity, you know, you want to look good and and feel good and, you know, move really well and not have any aches and pains and live for a long time is that the type of training that you do has to be something that you're excited about and able to do for the rest of your life, right? Training that you do now should be something that you can do the rest of your life as well. But I can tell you that if every single time you go into the gym, the focus is that I have to have a 100%, you know, sticking 100% to you know, a purpose that I'm trying to come into the gym every day, sometimes that's not as fun. And then you're more than likely not going to want to do that training program, which means you're probably going to skip days. And, And I've gone into length about how important it is to be consistent in the gym. So if you're not consistent in the gym, you might want to take a look at, are you trying to, you know, be, and again, I'm not saying to not be purposeful. Like there's no, there's no, I'm not saying there's, there's not, there's two extremes obviously, but what I'm just trying to simply say is that sometimes it is okay to stray away from having, you know, like what's the purpose of that workout, right? (laughs) There's some guys in the gym here that, that train on site with me and, and, um, I will often come in the gym and, you know, see what they're doing that day. And I'll just kind of shake my head and, and, uh, it's always something really crazy, but, uh, I was having a conversation with one of the guys recently and he was like, man, why are you always giving us crap about the workouts that we do? And I said, number one, I do, I give you crap because I want you to, I want to ruffle your feathers a little, a little bit and get under your skin. And then that's just fun. And we're good friends. But the other side of it too, is that, um, Sometimes I feel people go 100% too far away from being purposeful and that, you know, the workout and training doesn't make sense and they're literally just trying to suffer. But on the other side of that very same coin, sometimes people like to do something like that to have fun, right? So where they move away from, like when you move away from having 
so much purpose in every single workout, you should be moving more towards the fun side of the house. Right now, if you're moving away from purpose with the intention of just pummeling your body, I think maybe that is a less effective approach. Whereas if you are moving 100% away from purposeful and going more towards fun, I think there is a time and a place for that and that can be a very good thing. So just something to think about when it comes to that. Now, when it comes to training for sport, everything needs to be 100% purposeful and sometimes things are gonna be less fun. We know that when it comes to training for a sport, you're not gonna be excited to go to the gym every single day. Now, on the other side, okay, so there is certain times where there are a couple uh, nutcases out there that get super excited about doing really hard stuff all the time in the, the, the mundane side of being a competitive athlete. I can remember when I was doing the competitive thing <clears throat> that there would be certain periods of time if I was starting a new training cycle to where I would be just really excited about going and, and starting a new training program even though I was going to be really uncomfortable and eventually throughout that session have a little less fun. But it was that excitement of just starting something new for me sometimes. But when it comes to being a sports-specific, you know, type of training, there's going to be days when you're just going to have, you're not going to have fun. There's going to be days where you're not going to want to do those heavy sets, those heavy doubles on the high bar squat. There's going to be those days where you don't want to do that long conditioning piece or that extra gymnastics work that you have to do. And that's something that you just have to embrace when it comes to the sports side of the house. Now, you can see as I've gone through just a few of these characteristics that if every single day the type of training that you're doing is not fun, but you want health and, 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 and life-specific things, then it is time to reevaluate what you were doing. So again, two different pieces there. So let's move on. Okay, when it comes to lifestyle training, the intention should be living large and long. Okay, so that's a very simple thing to think about, is that we probably should be having fun training. We probably should feel really, really good. We probably should have less aches and pains, and we probably should be on target to not have any debilitating injuries or medical issues accompanying the type of training that we're doing every day. Our intention is living large and long. So if your training is not helping you to, to feel, you know, really, really good every day and to, you know, you're having a bunch of health issues accompanying uh, the type of training that you're doing. I mean, I can think of when I was training for sport and all these different types of things, there was a good period of time where I, I you know, undiagnosed, but I'm pretty sure I had some adrenal issues. I mean, my libido was gone. I couldn't sleep. I was tired all the time. I, I constantly had, you know, just headaches and, and, and migraine and just there were so many things health-wise that were going wrong for me. Um, but I was performing really well in the gym. And that's just an example of the opposite of living large and long. I mean, if I would have kept that up for a long period of time, there is a certain period of time where you can do some real damage to your nervous system and your adrenals just from training at that level all the time. Now, on the other side of that coin, with when it comes to sport, your intention is to perform. So as we work more towards performing and participating in a sport that is hard, you know, it, whether it's CrossFit, whether it's, a, you know, a, a, some sort of team sport or whether it's a martial art, doesn't really matter. But when we moved more towards performing, we move further away from living large and long. And that's just a realization that you got to have. This is why you don't, you see at certain, you know, at certain sports, athletes retire so young because they get to a point where medically it's not smart to continue for their body. I mean, you know, you see 
football players and different quarterbacks and stuff like that. You know, one in particular, I was having a conversation with my son last night about, you know, the famous Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady is now, you know, arguably one of the best quarterbacks of the modern era. And, you know, he's having a year this year, you know, 2020, the, the crazy COVID year. This year, he's having a less than stellar year, and he just doesn't look the same. But he's older. He's deteriorated. He's been performing you know, his his intention and in everything he does has been to perform for a long time and it's finally caught up to him. So this goes universally for a lot of sports. When it comes to your training, when you're training for sport, your intention is to perform, which moves you further away from living large and long. Okay. All right. Next piece. Lifestyle training. Each session, the focus is within your capabilities. All right. So think about that for a second. Each session is within your capabilities. That means that everything you do in that session is based around things that you can perform and things that you can execute with, uh, you know, a high level and quality of technique throughout the entire session. Whereas on the, on the other side of that, <clears throat> the sports side, the, ses the session focus is pushing your capabilities, meaning every single time you get in there, whatever your current fitness level is, whatever your current ability is, whatever your current weight that you are able to lift successfully is, every single thing that you do in there is going to be pushing that envelope. Again, and I would say even to the, the 90th percentile of difficulty, whereas on the, you know, the health and longevity or the, you know, the lifestyle side, the life side, the session is going to be within your capabilities. And again, all of these things building each other, right? It has intention. You're living long. You're having fun. Less evidence-based. Health is your target, right? You can see how these things are just stacking on top of each other. And that was kind of my intention is like building, right? So see those two type of, uh, see those capabilities again. Lifestyle-style training. Session focuses within capabilities. Sports-specific. Session focuses pushing your capabilities every single session. Okay, next characteristic. Lifestyle style training is all about learning movement and gaining strength. That's your goalpost, right? Whereas on the sports side, we're 100% focusing on one rep max and capacity. That's our goalpost. Okay, so with the lifestyle stuff, we are trying to move better, move well, execute techniques safely, and try to get stronger in the process, but not at the, you know, not at the, you know, losing. We don't want to lose our movement quality just to get a little bit stronger. Whereas in the sports side, guys, unfortunately, when you're pushing, pushing one rep max every day and you're, you're focusing on gaining capacity at a high level, sometimes movement quality is going to degrade a little bit. Whereas, you know, with the sports side of the house, that is okay. I mean, you've probably seen people that perform at the highest level. You know, if we want to use an example within the CrossFit community, within the, the sport of CrossFit, if you look at some of the things that they are doing, there are some times where technique is a little less stellar. Maybe in that, you know, clean and jerk, they got a little press out in their overhead position. Maybe they're a little shaky in their upper body through an overhead squat. Maybe they're just barely finishing a handstand push up on parallettes. Right, they are pushing their capacity. Right, they're really straining and lifting hard in the gym. They're trying to push up their one rep max. Whereas a person that's trying to, you know, live long and prosper, <clears throat> they're focusing on making sure every squat looks the exact same, no matter what load is up there, and they're focusing on doing that so that they can get strong at a sustainable amount, because there's no push to get better by any certain period of time. Right, there's no end in sight. There is training forever, not training for the next four weeks. So lifestyle, 
you're focusing on learning movement and getting strong in the process. That's your goalpost. And then on the sports side, we're pushing one rep max and we're gaining capacity every single time you go into the gym. That's the goalpost. All right, moving on. Lifestyle style training is all about mental acuity, right? Mental acuity is literally the, the sharpness in your mind, right? We want our training to enhance our memory. We want to be able to focus and concentrate, and we want to be able to understand on a high level. Like those are the things that decide whether our training is doing the right things or not. Whereas on the sports side, a little less mental acuity, acuity driven and a little more focused on just simply recovering, right? So, we're, you know, we're using some of the, the tools that are available to us, like massage and, you know, uh, muscular stems and pushing supplements and, you know, compression garments and the, the, the various other, <laughs> there's probably like a hundred different ones, the various other recovery-based items that are meant to make us recover better. Right. So but but because recovery is our limiter here, the the mental side of things, you know, when you come to when you when you if you've ever trained for a long period of time and you've really gotten after it for a long period of time, sometimes, you, you know, concentration sucks. It's hard to focus on anything. Right. You, there's this brain fog accompanied with it. Um, but if you're you're still recovering and performing in the gym, then the mental acuity is just a little less important. So that's just some contrast there that I really want you guys to think about. Now, when it comes to training for life, the training program can be a little more general, right? Maybe you can focus on a little bit of everything, right? You're not exactly chasing weaknesses unless it's a weakness in movement or a weakness in strength or an ache or pain or something like that that you're trying to bring up. But in general, you know, just kind of speaking generally here, your training can be general. It could be focusing on a little bit of everything as long as it's maintaining the other items that we talked about. Whereas when it comes to sport, your training needs to be very specific. Like, and, and the way that I do this with competitive athletes is I think, you know, what are your top three goals? And then what are your top three weaknesses? And then we work on those in conjunction with each other, right? I look at the weaknesses that I see, and I also will try to make sure that I am aligning your weaknesses and giving you your goals at the same time. So that training becomes very specific. Right. And there typically is a time limit associated with that. You know, maybe we have an upcoming competition or event of some sort that we need to be ready for. So the training tends to move from general to specific when you go from lifestyle to sport driven goals. <clears throat> Next piece. With lifestyle style training, consistency is the goal. With sport, pleasure, pain and PRs, guys, that's what we're chasing. So for the lifestyle style person, I want them to show up to the gym every single time we have training, period, right? I want them to show up to the gym and I want them to do the work, have fun, you know, feel good uh, and be ready to, you know, show up and do the gym the next day. Whereas when it comes to sport, I want them to, you know, experience pleasure from, from you know, performing at a high level, but there's a ton of pain. And they're chasing PRs all the time, right? So those things tend to move away a little bit from just consistency, right? Because then we want consistency and we want these other things when it comes to sport. So that's, that's an important, you know, distinction to make is that sometimes I think people, and I get this all the time with clients, and, and I try to have the conversation right away, is that they will perform a workout and they'll simply say something along the lines of, you know, did this workout 
and um, I wish I would have pushed harder. I didn't go as heavy on squats, you know, this, that, and the other. And my response is always to them, but you showed up, you got the work, you got the work done, and you moved on, and you did it with a smile on your face. If that's all you do, with, if, you're, if you're a person trying to live long and prosper, look good naked, um, be able to chase your grandkids and your kids around, if you just simply show up, then that is a great goal for the day, right? Now, let, let's not go and twist that, right? I don't, wanna, I don't want somebody to take that out of context. I don't want you guys to just show up to the gym and text the whole time and not put any effort in. I'm not saying no effort. I'm saying showing up, being consistent, and giving effort is the goal, right? And again, for the sport person, you got to be okay with pain. You got to know you're chasing PRs every single day when you come into the gym. All right, and the last little characteristic that I wanted to share with you guys, just to, to, again, I hope you're going through these lists. I'm hoping you're hearing them and you're just really coming to an understanding of how, um, how cool these things are and, and, and you can really help to align yourself is when it comes to lifestyle-style training, warm-ups and cool-downs are a little less important and sport-specific, very important. Now, let me explain that. I'm not saying don't warm up. I'm not saying don't cool down. Sure, those things are important. I'm just saying it's less important than on the sports side. And here's why. When it comes to the sport training and you're pushing the envelope every single day, you're, choosing, you're, you're chasing PRs, you know, you're, you're doing the best you can to recover from everything, you're having a little less fun, maybe, you know, you've got an achy back or an achy elbow, you just PR yesterday and you want to train in PR again today, it's important that you get a nice, solid warm-up. That probably is going to mean it's going to take a little bit longer. Maybe, you know, the day before you did a ton of bodyweight squats and your quads are really, really sore. Well, the next day, you're going to have to make sure you do a ton of myofascial release. That could be foam rolling. It could be some sort of targeting uh, lacrosse ball or something like that. But you're going to have to try to get some of that soreness out. You're going to have to take a good amount of time doing mobility because maybe your quads are also really tight. So they're sore and tight. And you got to take time to open those up because today you got a bunch of deadlifts and you got to get your hips and your legs moving a little bit. And you have to make sure that after you do that training that day, you're going to have to cool down a ton because you're going to have to repeat the process the very next day. Whereas on the health side of the house, honestly, you shouldn't be feeling beat up every single day. You shouldn't be feeling sore and overly achy and full of pain the next day. If you are, we need to reevaluate your training and we need to maybe take a look at your lifestyle because if your training is on paper pretty aligned with all of the things that I outlined here as far as lifestyle is concerned versus sport, then we need to make sure that you're doing the lifestyle stuff correctly to make sure that you don't have to do these very... Um, intricate and lengthy style warm-ups or cool-downs because you should be ready to roll most times when it's time to go and get after it. And uh, on the sports side, just know that you're going to have to embrace how long and how sore you're going to be and just be okay with taking a little longer to do these types of things in the gym uh, before you get going for that day. Um, so that's all I got for you guys. Uh, I hope that these two lists and the way that I laid, you know, laid them out for you is very helpful. Um, I think uh, as you're going through and you're listening to this and, and you're taking a look at your training, start to ask these hard questions, guys, because, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, if you are a person listening to this and you're really having a hard time training, I mean, as I laid this list out, I really had to take a look at my training too. As you're going through here, if you keep saying to yourself that you want to get strong, 
but some of these other characteristics on the lifestyle side of the house, right? Like, you know, when you hear like, I want to get stronger and push my one rep max bench press up, right? You would kind of label that in a performance or a sport-based goal, right? Whereas most of this lifestyle stuff sounded really good and it sounded more what I want. So, it, it, you know, for me and for those of you out here hearing this list, I hope that really forces you to really have some difficult thoughts and some difficult conversations in your mind to know if you are 100% aligned. So this is uh, the end of the show, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you have questions, don't feel, or, you know, feel free to reach out. Don't hesitate to do that. And we will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today and tuning into the Virtuous Fitness Podcast. I release episodes every single week. You can find me at Coach Cody Smith in the gym at Virtuous Fitness WA on Instagram to stay up to date with all things Virtuous Fitness. Before you go, head over to iTunes and give this show a rating and review. That is how we grow this show and make it even more impactful for you. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.